money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. You are smiling this morning. I am. For those of you who can't see her. Yeah, I had a really good sleep. If you know me and my age, sleep is not always easy to come by. And... Yeah, and 29, it's really tough. Oh, that uh, so, is so yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah, 29 for 30 years. Anyway, not Welcome quite. to the show. <laughs> this is the show where Dave and Reb talk about the hard issues around money. Uh, periodically, Reb uh, gets a, a dig in on me, uh, but uh, today... <laughs> Um, uh, For all of you who listen to us because of that, you know, mm-hmm. just keep following. You never know what I'm going to say to him. And it, on that <laughs> note, nice segue, Reb. I love it. So we're, uh, if you need to hear some of the archive shows, morethanenough.ca, chri.ca, not mine.ca. So those are the three where you don't need any kind of special player. You can just hit play, go there, you'll find them. Uh, if you're a podcaster, then uh, just look, search Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb on your favorite podcasting platform and uh, you'll find us. And if you don't find us, reach out at info at morethanenough.ca and we'll see if we can get on. So there you go. A little housekeeping and let's jump in because we got a great show today. This is such a practical show. Um, So we're hoping all of you who have uh, received their annual mortgage review from Debbie in our office who have mentioned renovations as a topic for the radio show will be here because we mm -hmm. took it directly from a whole bunch of people over the last few months who have asked, well, maybe you could do a show about renovations and how to keep on target with your budget. So mm-hmm. we invited our good friend, Justin. Hi, Justin. Hi, thanks for having me here. Oh, well, it's good to have you. Um, we will, in, Dave's going to introduce him in a second, but we're going to talk about renovations. And we thought we'd invite Justin because he has some experience with renovations, with doing contract work, with writing estimates. And he's going to give everybody some tips today. Mm-hmm. And Dave's going to just say, just don't do renovations, I bet. He'll just no, say, I'm not. No, 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 no. <laughs> want to no, save no, money? No, just don't no, do them. No, no, no. So, yeah, and I'm just kidding. Okay. You. Do you, inter- but you, do, you do. I have, do have some scripture. scripture. I do. Why, why don't we start with the scripture? And, That's and it does go. pertain to money. I know. Crazy. Aren't you happy crazy. about that? I'm very happy. Um, Proverbs 21, verse 5 says, The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. Now, the reason I picked that, I'm going to read it again. The plans of the diligent lead to profit as surely as haste leads to poverty. So what jumped out of me when I was thinking about this show and this verse was haste leading to poverty. Excuse me. So sometimes when we're in that renovation space, because we actually asked Justin to come because he's the one who did some renovations at our place last year. And, can um, you imagine? Can you imagine trying to do a renovation with Reb and I? I Anyways, well, we, yeah, Justin because is, is I'm not. I mean, it was a pleasure. It was yeah. a true honor. <laughs> I enjoyed <laughs> every moment. You have to say that you're on the radio show, because but we know Dave so. would come up behind him and help him. But that's a whole yeah. other issue. We're not here to talk about Justin's yeah. experience with Dave and the renovation. <laughs> I'm just saying, just say good, throw that out there. Anyway, um, it got done and it's done very well, but. 
when you make a quick decision, it can lead to more debt. And the question one of our clients had was, how do you plan or budget for a summer renovation project when people always seem to go into debt off because they're going, they're sidelining. Mm-hmm. They're, it's way more than they expect. I mean, what do you say? 20% longer and 20% more cost, which is true. And in this climate with, with stuff and wood and all of those things costing so much, I mean, this is a really pertinent show. So, mm-hmm. you know, but in the beginning, it says the plans of the diligent lead to profit. And here's the thing. We want to talk about the planning mm-hmm. and not making quick decisions when you don't have the cash and you didn't plan for it. So this is what we're going to talk about. So, um, And we have I- Justin here. So just to give an intro to you, Justin, uh, to our guests. So Justin Chiron is the uh, project manager at Olson Homes which is a division of MR Kitchen. So um, Justin, like I said, he did some renovations in our house. So not only do we see you as the professional you are, but you're also, hey, we have the experience. This. So welcome. To and the he has show. a really cute newborn who we like to hang really out with. Newborn, so I'm so. just. I think really that's that's the biggest reason you guys can. Uh, right that's why we hang out with you for yeah. Isabella. So, but, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm not offended. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So welcome to the show. And, and Justin, you. we're, you know, um, as Reb did kind of the big intro, but really as we dig into the show, the, the question that every is on everybody's mind that they're listening that you are going to speak to, uh, no pressure, by the way, is, you know, how do we stay on task when we're, we're starting this whole project, a project of any renovation? So let's, let's start by what is the process? Like, what should process should we expect when doing a renovation? Yeah, so you guys touched on a few things already. Um, you guys got to experience um, working with myself as a contractor who we dealt together mm-hmm. myself. I was there for the estimate. I was there to do the work. I was there to see the project through um, and manage things along the way as well as doing the work, of course. Now, at Alliston Homes... They, they provide a service um, where a client comes in, makes their selections with the designer, goes through, and at that point, Alston Home provides everything to do with the renovation. Now, when, the, uh, when an estimator goes in, they are learning about the client. They're learning about the client's wants, needs, requests, and what we're really trying to do is we're trying to screen the client to hit every possible point of a renovation we can. What kind of finishes do they want? What alterations do they want to make? And we provide them with a rental proposal. So an estimate, um, if you will. We provide them with an estimate based on budgeted prices on what they're looking to have done. And that gives them an opportunity to review that and say, okay, um, I'm being given, for example, $6 a square foot for my backsplash tile. And that gives them an idea of what they should be spending based on the total budget. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to give them the option of, this is what we're giving you as a budget. Stay on this price to ensure that we stay on your budget. Mm-hmm. Now, with that being said, any renovation is going to have um, an area for for buffer. Right. You know, we, we have to keep in mind that buffer. So what do you what do you build in? Like that's a, that's a great place to kind of start as you, as you're in the estimating stage. You know, again, I'm going to be the 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 one who 
wants to have the renovation done. And of course, you're you're the contractor and, and you're saying, all right, so here it is. So I say, well, I want to do, you know, this, 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 and whatever it is. And you go, okay, I'm building an estimate. And, and when you build the estimate, you're building in uh, a little bit of buffer. Is there a percentage so you, there? And you guys do that build in. The client doesn't? So what we do typically is we'll provide the estimate. And sometimes we're not given the budget amount that the client wants to right. deal with. Sometimes they know how much they want to spend and sometimes they don't. So that that not necessarily creates a challenge. It creates um, an understanding where we provide them an estimate. And if we already know what price range they're looking for, then we can work within that. Right. Um, and we'll be able to tell them pretty soon on if they're being realistic, you know, if their wants and needs <laughs> yeah. are yeah. achievable with that budget. Um, but if we build an estimate and the clients um, say it's a little above our budget, we might be able to move some things around, uh, change change some of their selections, right. and and work with them. So if if I'm the again if I'm the client, then yeah. I can pretty much expect that. Um, I'm going to say communication is two way. Absolutely. I come in and I go, okay, this is what I want. And then you do the estimate and then you come back to me and you say, and this is what it's going to cost. And this is the uh, approximate amount of time. And, and I guess I'm kind of thinking, so everything at this point is pretty approximate, <laughs> you know, like expect change, right? Like, you know, in, in terms of the communication being two way, it, it's not so much a negotiation so much as it is a clarification and and then saying, okay, all along the, the way here at the beginning, we're trying to figure out how much do you have to spend? And, and, and so we're as the client side, I'm saying, okay, how much do I have to spend and what do I want to do? And then you bring reality into that picture and say, this is what that would cost. And then we go, oh, okay, that's good. I'm happy with that. Or, uh, but is there a number in terms of that buffer, like, you know, that you build in? On, we don't necessarily put a buffer into the estimate, but if if I were talking um, to clients who who are, are looking at our reno, I would say, you know, account for 10% mm -hmm. of the total cost of the project um, to, to go either way, really. Right. I mean, you can save on different material selections. Um, and you can, of course, go a little bit more expensive on some selections, mm -hmm. as well as we remove a wall or drywall comes off, we can't see what's behind there. So we have to, like you said, keep in constant communications. And as soon as something is noticed or something's yeah. seen, we got to talk right away. Right. Um, so, so when the contract, maybe I'm going too fast, but even as a private contractor, when you came and you gave us a really great estimate, we looked at it and said, okay, this is like, and you really stuck with it. I don't, and now there were some things like we had, you do our bathroom. There was a, a renovation to our back area. There were things that we decided Dave could do, right? He rebuilt a closet. So that's what, that's what happened. So we did a main floor renovation last year. Um, it started with a leaky window and it turned into a really great window. And then um, actually Nino Marte flooring, who has done the flooring here at CHRI came in mm -hmm. and I remember him talking to us 
like, what do you want? And I'm like, we want something durable. And then my little daughter, well, she's not so little, but she's like, well, we're getting a dog. And he was like, oh, well, I know exactly the floor for you guys then. And that was the decision, really. Mm-hmm. And and he goes, well, here. And then he provided two estimates based on, you know, here's if you guys take the flooring out, here's if we take it out. So there are things that we did. So our whole family got together and we took the flooring out. Then you came in and you did that back section of our place. We took had taken a closet out. You were rebuilding a closet in a different room. All of that. And I remember the day I walked in and I looked at what we had planned, but it had opened what you had taken down, just opened it all up, Justin. And I re- that was the yeah. very first day you were there. And I said to Dave quietly, do you think we could change the plan? <laughs> and I was really nervous to ask you because I'd never experienced a, working with a contractor before. And you were really great when we started talking about it and said, what if we just left it? And it would take some, it took something out of the estimate, but you had to do other things. So in the end, it cost about the same anyway. Like you, you had redone it and showed us the cost and you said, well, if you do this or get your own shit, because we got our own shower in the end, you didn't have to buy that. So that changed the estimate. Is that common? Like these, because... I think like yes. once yep. a contractor is in your house and something happens, then all of a sudden you get these ideas yeah. because you see it in real time. And is that frustrating for like, no, it's, it's, it's definitely not frustrating. Um, what I would say is more often than not, especially in this day and age, uh, you know, we're coming into people's homes. Mm-hmm. We're coming right. into their personal space and, they want to trust us. We want them to trust us. We want to build that trust from the first day we step into their home. Right. And we have to be able to adapt. And there, there will be curveballs. There will be changes. And clients are going to ask, how can I save some cost? Mm-hmm. Of course, doing demolition, doing certain aspects of the project. Homeowners love painting. It's that last mm-hmm. part of the project where it's the wow factor. It's mm-hmm. the one where... The walls are new colors, everything's fresh, everything's nice and new. Clients love being involved in their project. And that being said, being involved with the project means making choices. And you can make those choices along the way to move certain walls that aren't load-bearing very easily. Um, (laughs) And uh, making those changes to material selections and adapting to that because we want the clients to be as involved as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I was just going to jump in there. I think we're talking about communication and, uh, I mean, we're talking about money. And so, you know, you don't know really what our budget is, right? You don't. So we need to communicate that and go, you know, there may be changes along the way, even in our budget where we're going, you know, hey, uh, we were refinancing the house and we thought we were going to get a hundred grand and we got 75 well, all of a sudden, you know, like yeah. you opening up the wall and finding out something has changed, maybe that's, and we'll, we'll touch on that maybe a little later, just the, hey, um, when you have the amount of money and you're, you know, in a sense of start your project with this is what we're going to spend, this is what we want to spend and being able to communicate that to you, uh, you know, is, is pretty important because in the end, um, you know, you can't work with, you can say, Hey, we can do all this stuff. And then it gets a little dicey at the end when there's 
we're out of money, right? And you're not happy, they're not happy, and everybody's awkward, right? So, how do you avoid that? So, this is the real question: How do we avoid that at the end when the project becomes twenty percent more than we have budgeted for? I mean, th- Dave has seen this in folks who have built new houses or all of a sudden it's 20% more and they can't get any more mortgage. You know, it puts people in a real pickle. Then their down payment has to be bigger and, and folks just don't realize it. They can just say, keep saying yes to the contractor or to the work instead of saying, no, actually, I guess you just have to do the bare minimum to keep this safe. And we're going to have to save up before we can add whatever it is. Those, that flooring that we really wanted. Like, what do, how do we recommend, how do we, I mean, that's the question. How do we help people not get in that predicament? I mean, it's going to come back to communication. It, it really is the the biggest component to starting a project. And we're not going to find out at the end of a project that a job was uh, 20% more all along the project. um, The way it should be documented is on paper. If there's a change order, whether it be a selection, whether it be we remove flooring and we find out there's some mold in the floor, we're going to be making that aware to the client as soon as it is noticed. So we really want to attack that right away and avoid at the end of the project going to the client saying it's 20% more. So keeping that constant communication and understanding their budget there's going to be different ways to remediate a problem that is that that arises. So knowing that there's a budget mm-hmm. at this point, if we, if we already know what the estimate budget was, we can go to the client and say, now we've discovered this, but if you don't mind altering this part of the project, we can offset some costs. Right. So there are some, some of those options. To- so then the contractor is bringing that wisdom to yes. the, now I'm going to say this, I, in my understanding and experience, not every contractor writes estimates like you, or um, we've had some, uh, you know, experiences, positive and not so positive, which you know about because you and I have talked about having a contractor seminar on how to communicate. But um, yeah. you yeah. know, and that that's that it's it's fine. Some people just aren't gifted. It's like we used to say. Me- me- huh mechanics start running a business when they should just stay in the back shop right that was our experience so right so so not everybody communicates that well along the way not everyone gives a written estimate Mm. and here me to me is the key ask for the written estimate you need a written estimate it's on paper to know that this is what um because you know we I think, again, I think 100%, you know, in a sense, you know, if you're doing a smaller renovation, say a couple thousand dollars and you have lots of margin and it doesn't matter if it goes from three to five because you have the money and, and you know, okay, uh, you know, I still think it's really important to, to, to get a written estimate, but it's a smaller deal. But if you're doing a $100,000 renovation, oh, yeah, that's um, a, that's a you know, whole other. then the variation can be significantly more. And so... You know, kind of, again, I don't, I don't want to ever say don't discount. You want to get an estimate. You want to know what it is. But the, you and know. And written, not verbal. Exactly. Don't, because we've had both experiences. So. And the caution yeah. there, you know, talking about that, the caution for the client, again, if I'm, I'm, I'm on the client side is, is that I can't go to the bank and say, oh, I need another 
you know, twenty thousand uh, dollars. I have to refinance my home, and the bank says you're in the middle of a renovation. We're not touching your home until the renovation's done. Okay. So you know, some of these financial preparations need to be done before mm-hmm. you even start. And you do need to get to the finish line because if you get halfway along, then you, there's no going back to the bank and saying, oh, I'd like a little bit more. You, again, and we won't get into the how that would happen if you're borrowing money for the renovation. But if you've saved money and you're saying, hey, I've saved a certain amount of money and I want to get to the end of my renovation with that saved money because I don't want to borrow um, and there's all kinds of reasons for that, then going, okay, so both of those, you know, getting to the end of the renovation is really, in a sense, important for a number of reasons, not just the surprise factor, <laughs> but the fact that, you know, I've got a, an amount of money that I want to spend or amount of money that I have to spend, and I may not actually be able to get more. It may be difficult to get more. It may be expensive to get more, and and you don't want to be in that position. And I'm reminded about the, the verses in Luke that say, you know, the wise man, if he wants to build a tower, he makes sure he has enough resources to, to complete it, not to get halfway along. <laughs> but and you can't, because I, I, I think I'm just thinking about some of our my attitudes within me. Oh well, we'll figure it out. Well, sometimes that oh well, we'll figure it out gets you. If in you trouble. have a big buffer, if you have a big buffer, then, right? Or if even if you don't have a big buffer and you do have the opportunity to use the bank and those resources that are available, there's both sides to it, Well, of and, course. And then there's the wisdom. Like, do you want to use your credit line for more renovations? Have yeah. Even if you did, I mean, one of the things that we keep talking about it more than enough is just have the plan. So if the plan shifts, yeah. then you have to shift the plan midstream and you have yeah. to sit down together. And it really does always, fa- like, sometimes I think, in my own attitude, I just think, ah, I don't want to face what's happening. I know we've got a credit line there. So if it gets a little too, too out of, out of whack, sure. we, we can go there. But if you're committed not to go further in debt, when you have the plan, when you, you know, or even if you're do a new house build or you're yeah. getting, you have to get the appraisal. If the renovation's not done, it affects the appraisal. And, and there's so many factors that, that go back to the verse, like, let's plan, let's be diligent and plan as best as we're able. It doesn't mean things don't go south. It doesn't mean that you, you get the best contractor sometimes. Not every contractor is as forthcoming as you have been. And not, and is as honest. I was thinking about the mold thing. Well, maybe not every contractor is honest about finding mold sure. and they just and, keep going. And that comes down to the integrity mm-hmm. of the contractor and really hitting on those points of trust, mm-hmm. committing the, committing the work that they have provided includes the trust, it includes the integrity. And that's the service that you want out of your contractor from start to finish. You're not going to get to the end of a project on budget and being on budget can include, you know, along the way we hit some road, mm-hmm. bu- we hit some, some speed bumps, mm-hmm. some roadblocks. But that being said, it starts with a very detailed, precise, very inclusive estimate yep. that touches on all oh, the parts, nice. all the parts. And we might even give more information in the estimate 
than is required, but we need to cover ourselves as well as ensure that we're giving enough information to the homeowner who hmm. might be doing a renovation for the first time. Right. Yeah. Well, and that that's experience, right? So if I'm in a hundred year old home and you come in as a contractor and you're like, <laughs> okay, so it's lath and plaster. And traditionally there's been like 18 layers of wallpaper. I can see that because <laughs> yeah, you're, no. you're a contractor <laughs> for sure. and you're like under, behind this wall, I can guarantee you that it's newspaper and mouse, you know, house. Right. And so you're like, okay, so, you know, normally the contract and, and I, you know, we're coming to the end of the show and, um, you know, trust, I, I think what you mentioned is, is a really key well, place and I think to, to go. The practical piece to trust is get testimonies, find people who have had ex- good experience sure. with the contractor. When you're looking, get the stories, call the person who did the renovation to hear about their experience. So in the same way that, you know, Justin, you said at the beginning, when you do an estimate, you're coming in and you're trying to get a feel for the client, in a sense, interviewing the client and finding out what they need and what they want. And and as a client, I'm going to say, hey, I want to, do I communicate well with this person? Do I, you know, have they been responsive? Have they met my expectations? There's a little bit of an interview back the other way. And I think that's important because, you know, uh, as we all know with renovations, that there are lots of unknowns. There are lots of things that just, you know, you don't know exactly. Um, and that can be something as simple as what's behind a wall to all of a sudden the price of wood increases. And you have to be able to trust that your contractor is going, yep, uh, he's honest enough that he's working with me. And that this is actually a we're working together to get this project done. Um, and I think that's, the you know, when you're talking about renovations and getting to the end and doing it on budget, on target and on time, then those trust issues communicate or trust and communication are, are really high on that list of, you know, I need to communicate to you, Justin, that my budget really is my budget. Like, yeah. this and that comes down to the transparency mm-hmm. of the estimate showing all of the items that we're going to provide. Those mm-hmm. are the services we're providing mm-hmm. to you and ensuring that at the end of the day, we've catered to your needs. We've catered to your requests and and no one wants to my budget. house. Yeah, it's, it's your personal space and we're coming in. You know, we want it, to. It's a really yeah. vulnerable thing, it actually, is. when you it think is. about this is a very vulnerable, trusting space. And, um, you know, so in, in to recap, I think, you know, get testimonies of, of the contractor you want to hire, um, get a very detailed and precise estimate, um, find out how well they are communicating and you'll learn that pretty quickly. Um you know, and make a plan and make a plan with your financial person. Find out how much money you can actually access and then decide, do you want to access that amount? You know, what is this? That's gonna, a whole other show. I know. They can listen to more of it, but it's the plan. It's, you know, communicate, trust, planning, precise estimates. If you don't get an estimate um, within a good amount of time, and you've asked a couple of times, maybe they're not the contractor for you. That's part of the quality that you're looking for as a homeowner. Sure, the quality and the craftsmanship, but the quality of the, the communication and the, uh, the, the aspect of estimate and, uh, and just following through with mm-hmm. clear communication and not 
making the client wait. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's great. So we're coming to the end of the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for, for Justin me. for stopping in again. Justin's a project manager for Olister Homes. Project manager. Project. I said that fast. Didn't you I? did project really manager. fast. So for Olister Homes. Olliston. Olliston Homes. <laughs> Okay, so I stand corrected uh, again and again and again. It's okay. Poor Dave. um, Let's pray. (laughs) Thank you, Lord, for today. I thank you for um, this show and the practical pieces that we can learn from today. I just ask that you would um, grant us the ability to follow through on the wisdom you give us, that we would not be just people of our word, but people of action as well. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Awesome. So here we go. Um, we have, uh, I'm sure there's going to be a follow up show in terms of how to prepare financially for renovations. Oh, that's a great idea. It, so there you go. I, I can just, talk to you, I can interview you. Sure. Uh, Maybe so we stay can both interview for that. Okay. Uh, Rapid fire questions. <laughs> so you will have to join us next time when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.